Welcome back, everybody, to the last episode of Upress Play Sports for the summer semester. I'm your host and news editor, Richard Pereira. Joining me today is former sports editor, Bryce Totes, and staff writer, Kevin Garcia. Hey, guys, how's, uh, how's it been going to start off today? You know, it's going great. Not, not as great as, uh, as, as a, a night and morning that you had, but, you know, I'm doing all right, hanging in there. Um, the Rangers won game one against the defending champions, Tampa Bay Lightning. So I, I'm on a high right now. Yeah, sports has been a lot of fun right now. I uh, can't complain about that. But South Florida's weather is just not good right now, though. Yeah. But before we get to the national sports, got to talk about uh, FEU baseball one more time. Uh, uh, last week, they, started, they, be, they played their uh, – tournament in the conference usa championship and um they won only one of their three games um they lost their tournament opener 6-4 to utsa on thursday and stay alive in the tournament they took down uab in dominant fashion only allowing one run while winning 11-1 but they took on a very solid squad in southern miss who was a ranked uh, nas- nationally ranked at the time, as they got shut out 5-0, ending their season as a whole. So, uh, so guys, what do you think of FU Baseball's performance throughout the whole season and then the way they played in the tournament? I mean, it was a pretty solid season as far as starting pitchers go. The hitting was pretty solid as long as they got a hold of that long ball. It was just a disappointing end to the season, especially uh, – Game two, the way they won game two. Um, I know Southern Miss was a great team that they had to face, but they could have had a better result if they played their cards right. Uh, I thought this season was good overall. Um, I think there was potential for it to be better, though, just considering the roster that we had. I mean, we had four what, four all-conference USA um, performers. Um, you know, we have maybe if, like, I, don't know, I look at it like the next season could be even better if some of the guys like Shanwell and Ricones, if they return for next season, they could build upon it and I feel it could be even better. But, you know, we'll see. Yeah, from the looks of it, like the offense started out hot at the start of the season. And then once we got to the tournament, they kind of cooled down a bit. Like Noah Shanwell at one point was batting over 400, had a batting average of over 400. So he was doing very good in his second season with the team and like possibly even he played even better than he did his freshman year, but Hey, it was a great overall great season for Nolan Chanuel. Hope he can keep it up. And of course, Gabriel Rincones Jr. He did win newcomer uh, conference USA's newcomer of the year award. Uh, Congrats to him. He, he really played very well in his first season with the team. He hit 19 home runs and got 69 RBIs with a batting average of 346. Those are some pretty good numbers for your first season on the team. And overall, the offense was pretty good, but wish we could have had a better time. Wish they could have had a better time with the pitching. I will say, too, to add to that a little bit, it was tough to not have one of the leaders on the team on the field for most of the season, and Mitchell Hardigan had, had a little bit of an effect on the team overall. What would you think, Kevin? I'm sorry, I said it again. I, I lost you guys. 
it's okay. Uh, what would you think about uh, anything to follow up on FE baseball uh, with how oh. that performed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I was saying, I, I think this is a, a building block. I think next season could be even better. Um, but yeah, I mean, we can't really complain with what we got. I mean, to finish as a four seed in a pretty loaded conference, you know, and to play the tough the schedule that we did. I mean, you know, next year, you never know. Things could swing. I mean, we just didn't get any big wins when we needed them against Miami or UCF. But yeah, I mean, like we can't. Comp- I can't complain with the, the way the lineup performed and you know the pitching staff but the bullpen left a little bit to be desired but i think overall it was we were solid yeah uh, well even though they didn't get the result they wanted fe baseball overall had a solid season was pretty good offensively uh what they have to focus on is improve the pitching and really hope for the best next year and that will conclude our section with fu sports now we'll head on to national sports so we're going to start off with the NBA. Um, uh, as the time is this recording, it is Friday, June 3rd. Uh, last night on June 2nd, the NBA Finals began with the Boston Celtics, who recently won in seven games against the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals, to take on the Western Conference champions, the Golden State Warriors, in San Francisco, California. And after... <laughs> Curry dropped 21 the first quarter, and then we saw the third quarter Warriors dominate, and then the fourth quarter happened where Boston just outscored Golden State 40-16 to 16 in dominant fashion from Jalen Brown, Al Horford, and Derek White for the Celtics to take game one on the road, 120-108. to one away. So, guys, <laughs> what did you think of that performance from uh, both teams? Jason Tatum, he was only like three of 17, I think, from the field, which is even more incredible. Um, I I think the Derek White game is a shocker. I don't think anybody predicted that Derek White would help carry the Boston Celtics to a win. Um, So I don't I don't I think it's unlikely that we see that kind of performance from him again. But you never know anything can happen in this NBA playoffs. Um, I I did predict the Celtics win. I thought the Celtics would go on the road and and win. I also predicted to be over 10 points and ended up being that. Um, I just think that the, the nation was just riding on the Warriors. Everybody just thought it was a foregone conclusion that the Warriors were the best team left in the NBA after the Suns lost. Um, and I, I'm, I'm like, part of me is glad that the Celtics won against Miami because I don't think Miami would have been able to do this. I think Boston's just a better matchup. Um, I do think this series is going to be good. I think it's going to be a six or seven game series. And yeah, I mean, this first game has shocked everyone and it showed why it's going to be a good series. I mean, what a game. It, it was an incredible comeback for the Celtics. I thought the Warriors had the game easily won. Um, with the lead they had, I didn't think a team like that would blow it. Uh, but nine threes, seriously, that was incredible in the fourth quarter. Um, what can I say about the talent that the Celtics have and the show they put on? It was a great game to watch last night. Overall, it was a great game to watch from both sides. Like, they had a stat where they put up, made 37 three-pointers, which is an NBA record in the finals. So these two teams are, like, very good shooting-wise, as well as being a very good defensively, as they are the top two defensive teams in the NBA. So <laughs> it's, it's, like, very good. It's very fun to watch with how – with their play styles and how it all looks very good to watch. And, um, man – 
It it was it was just it was just fun to watch Boston play the way they did, especially in the fourth quarter. That was like a masterclass performance if I've ever seen one. And Al Horford, he really came through, pulling up twenty six points in his first game in the finals after not after playing over like over 100, 130, 140 playoff games without making the finals. And in his first one, he decides to pull up. Like he just owned the place, twenty six points and six three pointers. That that's a performance to remember, especially in your mid thirties in your first finals game. Yeah, I mean he's playing like he is, like he's twenty six. You know, he's not playing like he's so like he's supposed to be for his age. You know, he's supposed to be past his prime. But yeah, he's been a he's been a resurgence for Boston. I, I think he's the X factor in Boston's success this year, honestly. Oh, yeah. Al Horford has been just amazing all postseason long. We'll see what he can keep doing. And I was watching an interview with Stephen A. post game last night, and he said exactly my thoughts that if you're a Warriors fan, you got to worry. You lose game one on your home court to Boston. That's that's very worrisome. And in the fashion they lost and both teams were just dropping threes at an insane rate. Yeah. yeah, we got to call a spade a spade too. The home the home court advantage at Chase Center is not the same like it was at Oracle. <laughs> That's true. Um, but yeah, like, uh, what is our overall predictions? Because like, if for me in the situation that the Celtics win, I see it going, I see it going at six. While for the Warriors winning, I see it going at seven. My official pick, of course, is going to Boston. But uh, what would you guys think for how this series goes? If history tells us anything, Boston's going to win this series. Um, Boston, I believe, is 13-1 and after winning game one of the NBA Finals all time. Um, and the way they played all series long, they fought against some tough teams. They, you know, went into a hostile Miami environment in game seven, won. They went into that hostile environment, not as hostile as Oracle Arena. Um, but I think it's going to be Celtics in six. Um, I think it's going to be Celtics in seven. I, I just I think Golden State they should win the remaining what three games that they have at home. Um, I think it, I don't know. Oh no, I actually know because Golden State has game seven, so Golden State will at least win the next two that they have at home. I think, and then they'll probably they should take one in Boston. Um, I don't know. Boston's just so good following a loss that I, I, it's hard to pick against them. It's like Golden State's probably going to win the next game, but then you already know Boston's going to come back firing at home and, and probably win game three. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's no doubt in, in our minds that Boston took the hardest path to get to the finals. Like had to, having to knock off Kyrie and KD, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant in the first round against, against Brooklyn. Um, Giannis in the second round against Milwaukee, and then Jimmy Butler again against Miami. So it was pretty clear that Boston had a very tough road to get past, get through in order to make the finals. And you see the Warriors, they were like chilling. They had to take on <laughs> take on a Nugget squad that was uh, missing uh, Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. We saw how that much that impacted the series as the Golden State pretty much won in five games, and they weren't even trying. And then you see them go against a tough overall strong Memphis Grizzlies squad as Memphis did all they could until John Moran went down and the Warriors pretty much one in six in convincing fashion. And then you see them take on Luka Doncic and Dallas Mavericks winning in five games. Um, 
which was supposed to be uh, Golden State Warriors and the Phoenix Suns, even though Phoenix pretty much melted down in game seven against Luka, uh, a.k.a. the Luka special. But yeah, it's pretty convincing, especially in 2020 uh, and last season where the Bucks and the Suns took on one another. Um, Like, you could be the favorite all you want, but if you don't take advantage of what you got and don't uh, limit the visiting team or the home team, you're not going to win in so easily. Like the Suns were up 2-0, and then the Bucks just swept the rest of the series. So it's very important for Golden State to be careful to not be overconfident, as they will lose the series very soon if they think they're, they're just going to go in these games and win easily. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, you know, it, it, to, the fact that you're, you're insinuating that Golden State did not have a difficult path to the finals, bro. You're going to upset some Warriors fans, man. You know, you mean well, to tell me that that the Mavericks weren't a tough opponent? They were, but not a, like originally it was supposed it was supposed to be Warriors Suns, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'm just teasing. Let's just put it this yeah. way. The Mavericks aren't the heat. <laughs> if you're right. looking at perspectives to get to the finals. Yeah, it's it's it was kind of crazy how the, the Warriors they got pretty fortunate. I mean, this Boston team, in all seriousness, is the best team that they've played in the playoffs. I mean, you know, they played the Grizzlies without Ja, they played Jokic without. I mean, they played the, the Nuggets without their main guys, just Jokic and four scrubs. You know, so and then they played the Mavericks, who their second best player is Jalen Brunson. So yeah, this is a difficult matchup for them. I mean, I think Boston would have been a difficult matchup for anybody. You know, it didn't, didn't matter who came out the West, whether it was. You know, whether it was Memphis or if it was Phoenix, Boston was going to be tough. You know, and it's new ground for Golden State, too. They never trailed in the series leading up to this finals, and now they're down game one. So it's uncharted territory for them this year. We'll see how they handle it. Yeah, for sure. And anyway, Celtics in six. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on from the NBA, we head on to the National Hockey League in the NHL. And recently, last night, the Colorado Avalanche uh, pretty much uh, took shut out Edmonton 4-0 to take a 2-0 lead in the Western Conference Finals. And in the Eastern Conference Finals, as Kevin mentioned, uh, the New York Rangers took game one 6-2. Mm-hmm. Oh, guys. Oh, man, I'm on cloud nine, bro. What are your thoughts on their performances, uh, both in, in both series? And what's your Stanley Cup Finals predictions? Well, I, I'm going to make a homer pick. I'm going to say Rangers versus Avalanche as my Stanley Cup Finals prediction. Um, I, I couldn't believe the performance. I was just, it was just amazing. I mean, everybody was involved for the New York against Tampa Bay in game one. You know, Panarin was out there scoring a goal. You had Kreider. Um, the, the the kid line was out there performing. It, it was just an incredible game to watch. Um, this is you know the big bad Tampa Bay Lightning back to back Cup champions, and they, they didn't even look like, they didn't even look like they belonged in that first game. I don't want to get too happy because I know they're going to come back and probably beat us five to nothing tonight. But you know, it, it was still it was still great to see that that first game performance. You know, the Rangers were they were starting slow. They were down three to one against Pittsburgh, and then they were, we were down uh, last series. Uh, so I don't know. It, it's it was good to see, but I think the Colorado and and Edmonton series. I mean, Colorado was going to beat whoever played them. So Edmonton is just the unfortunate, the unfortunate ones on that side of the equation. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start in the West with Colorado and Edmonton. I think Colorado gets their second sweep of the playoffs. Um, 
I don't see Edmonton posing that big of a threat. I think Calgary would have been a bigger threat if they did win that series. I think it's quite unfortunate for entertainment-wise. Um, it's going to be a quicker series. And then on the side of the East, I mean, the Rangers just completely dominated game one. Um, Andre Vasilevsky had no answers for that Rangers team. Um, the Rangers are great. Igor was back to who Igor is. He's back to that top goalie status after that win. But at the same time, you got to look to the Lightning hadn't played in nine days, um, so they didn't really face that game speed. We'll see how they come back again tonight. Andre Vasilevsky never loses back-to-back um, as far as the last two years have gone, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I think it's either 10 or 11 straight playoff series wins for the Lightning. We'll see if the Rangers can finally be the team to do it. I think that this is going to be another long series for the Rangers, and it's going to go seven games. Uh, and I think that's going to exhaust them. I think it's going to exhaust Tampa too. And I think Colorado ultimately beats whoever comes out of that series. Yeah. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but you're probably right. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to beat Colorado. I don't, I don't think it matters. I think the be- the team that posed the best threat against them was probably the Florida Panthers, but you know, they, they couldn't get out of their own way, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't see I, – I don't know. I don't see either team really posing that much of a threat. I think Colorado is just – they're on another level. I, I don't know what happened between last season and this season, but they're on another level right now. Hmm. Uh, when it comes to Colorado, you think they're like a, a stacked squad with plenty of uh, offensive weapons to use? Well, the thing about Colorado, Colorado, too, is even their blue liners are able to score goals. Um, right. Even their defensemen can – take over and we've even seen them dominate without their star goaltender Darcy Kemper so it's next man up mentality over in Colorado they're hungry for a title they haven't been to the finals in a long long time Uh, and we're gonna see how well they do their fans are ready for a title Um, and everybody wants to take down big bad Tampa if Tampa can even make it to the finals yeah yeah I think it's gonna be it's gonna be tough it's gonna be a tough road for Tampa um I mean, the thing with Colorado is they're they're they can do everything. They have speed, you know. They can score. They they're good on defense. Like they have good goaltending. Like they they don't really have a hole in their game. That it has, if they do have a hole in their game, it hasn't been exploited yet throughout the regular season and so far throughout the playoffs. And they they what they like people thought they were gonna have a tough time against against the Blues, and they ended up just shutting them out after the Blues won one two games. But yeah, we really haven't seen them have any weaknesses exploited yet. Hmm. I mean, the part of the reason that they struggled against the Blues was, you know, their injury to their star goaltender. Um, right. Yeah, whacked in the face with a stick, but didn't phase them too much. So we've seen how that works. And, you know, it, it's entertaining to watch if you're a Colorado fan, but everyone else in the West, it's kind of, why are we watching? We know who's going to take the West. <laughs> yeah, basically. And... With our main picks looking like uh, New York Rangers and Colorado Avalanche, uh, who's your favorite to win the title in that series? Colorado in five. Yeah, I would love to be a homer and pick the Rangers, but I can't pick them against Colorado. It would be tough. I mean, I'd love to see it, but I, I mean, now I guess the question here, really the question would be, who do you think is, is a, would be a better opponent for Colorado? Hmm. Well, Colorado is pretty much overall the favorite. And well, while Tampa Bay does have the Stanley Cup finals experience, they do. 
Uh, like I'm yeah. they've been back to it multiple times, especially after being the Islanders in the conference finals in back-to-back moments. So and when it comes down to it, I do think Tampa Bay, it, with the experience they have in the Stanley Cup finals, they do have the experience more equipped to take on the likes of an up-and-coming squad in the Colorado Avalanche. But overall, I think Colorado is just the overwhelming favorite at this point. If it was uh, Colorado and Tampa Bay, it would be like six or seven games. But hey, uh, either side from between the island, the between the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Rangers, they can pretty much give a fight in the Stanley Cup Finals because anything can really happen in the Stanley Cup Finals, especially against the squad in Colorado. Yeah, I mean, Tampa might find a way to win this series, um, but it's going to go six or seven games. Uh, just simply out of the experience they have, New York's a young team. Uh, the only thing I think that would really be able to get them that series win is Igor. Um, Igor Sterkin is going to win the Vesna. Um, he is just outstanding. But on the other side, you have the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions and somebody who's won the Vesna a couple times before in Andre Vasilevsky. I think the Rangers need to punch him while they're down. Um, if the Rangers can win again tonight, that's going to be their best hope. Um, but if they let Tampa win tonight, that's going to be an issue for them. I think no matter what, it's going to be an entertaining finals, though. Absolutely. I mean, the, the home ice advantage, I think, for the Rangers, is unlike any that the Lightning have played in the playoffs, at least thus far this season. I don't want to go back as far back as last season or the season before. Well, that was a bubble season 2020, but I think the Rangers' home ice is a little bit of a factor too. I mean, it's, it's a tough place to play. It might arguably one of the toughest places to play in all of hockey. Um, I think that's a factor, so we need to take advantage of that. Well, yeah, that building is tough no matter what sport's being played in there. It's one of the most hostile environments, whether it's basketball or hockey, so... Right, except the Knicks, you know, they're never good and never have any high-stakes playoff games or anything like that. So, you know, it. I mean, playoff hockey will have to do for now in the Garden. Yeah, well, we'll see how everything goes in the Stanley Cup Finals. And with the Colorado Avalanche being most likely the favorite winner role, uh, best of luck to them. And with that, that'll be it for this episode. You press play sports and the conclusion for the podcast for the summer semester. Make sure to hit like and subscribe. Click the bell to keep up with notifications from us. Also, be sure to go on upressonline.com to keep up with news, sports, and more content alike. Follow us on Twitter. It's for me, at Rich26Barrera. For Bryce, at Bryce Totes. And for Kevin, at KevinGar658. Thanks for watching, everybody. And we'll see you next time in the fall semester.